welcome. I, I was asked to come along and, and try and clarify the Cyprus National Health System. That's what I call it. Um, we, we've got a, a, a Cypriot working in our office. Even she doesn't know what guess is supposed to mean. Um, they don't call it a health service, they call it a health system and it is for Cyprus so I call it the Cyprus uh, National Health System and um, one of the reasons that people are struggling with it is that it's, it's completely different it is not the previous system at all so y you have to forget about some of the history and, and think that the system is completely new and that's where the confusion comes from so under the old system um, if you had a, an S1 from the UK or if you were working in Cyprus and paying social insurance you could qualify for cover over here as long as you had a very low income uh, so anybody um, on a, any reasonable income in Cyprus um, who's working was having to pay as they go and yes they could go and use the state system which was a subsidized price um, and it was lower than the private hospitals maybe um, but a lot of people w were not getting um, uh, you know any free treatment at that health service so we had many clients where one might be retired and the other one is not state retirement age so they had to pay as they go or, or maintain a, a private cover even working people that came over so we're all young here aren't we so if you have your children come over here and they they want to start working under the old system they had to be here for three years paying into social insurance before they could qualify for the health system okay and um, and you had to have this hallowed um, pink medical card or maybe a white one which means that you you can use the health system but you have to pay all that is gone that is finished and uh, or is it from the 1st of June all that is gone and it's finished the new system starts coming into force okay it's a Cyprus health system okay and if any of you can remember back to the start of the NHS in the UK hands up anybody <laughs> I can't but but I imagine it's exactly the same yeah yeah Fantastic. So there's a UK uh, consultant, ex um, uh, civil servant from the UK, who's headed up this uh, project to put this scheme together. And the way that the system is being created is exactly the same way that the health service was created in, in England, in that um, pharmacists, uh, private doctors, private hospitals, um, uh, physiotherapists uh, laboratory testing uh, who else do you go to any health professional uh, including ancillary professionals midwives specialist nurses are all being signed up into this system okay so all these professionals that have supported your your lifestyle or your children's lifestyle or your grandchildren's lifestyle um, just like in the UK are coming under this system and um, if they want to now we're in a unionized place and there's lots of vested interests going on but you know all these professionals are coming into the system and it 
the, the health system starts from the 1st of June this year to be fully enforced by the 1st of June next year, allegedly. Um, so we will have to wait and see. Uh, so what, what is scheduled to start from the 1st of June is any health professional that signed up is able to offer services under the Cyprus health system. Uh, that includes GPs, it in includes laboratory tests, it includes pharmacists, it includes um, consultants. So if you need to go and see a consultant, they're covered under the scheme from the 1st of June. Okay, um, But now, instead of having to go up to the general hospital and, and speak Greek and, and, and queue up, uh, you can now use anybody that's registered in town. Now, if a pharmacy chooses not to be part of the system, then don't, don't go to him to buy your pharmacy if you want to buy it on the Cyprus Health System. So there'll still be private pharmacists that will charge the, the full rate for the medicines. There will still be private doctors who will charge full price for the, for the treatment. There'll still be uh, private doctors who will refer you to, for treatments under private care. Uh, but laboratory tests, uh, nursing care, um, uh, consultant appointments and GP appointments are available from the 1st of June. Nothing can go wrong, okay? <laughs> so, so that is a big difference. Um, and, and what started from uh, April is, is that you can now get registered on the system, except that you can't because it doesn't work very well. How many people have successfully registered so far? There you go. There we are. Very good. So it, it works, okay? The, there's two or three stages. You have to choose who your GP is and, and um, you've got to select who you want your GP to. Um, and they keep saying that GPs are limited to the number. Uh, that, uh, any GP can only have 2,500. So I don't know any doctors. So who's a popular doctor in Clorica? Yeah. They're queuing round the block to see her. You need to register if you want to be on Dr. Marla's list. Yeah, yeah. She saved my life when I came to Cyprus. I went to see her. And she, and she said, um, I said, can I have a prescription? She says, you don't need any medicine. Stop taking medicines. That's what I did. One point on the 2,500 limit. I was told by my doctor, he's already at that level. He said the government next week will probably increase it to 3,000. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> everything will change along the way. I didn't know that, so that's good, good advice. Um, I, I, the reason why I think they put the 2,500 in is they don't want everybody going to one doctor. They don't want one doctor going round at signing everybody up. And, and so everybody's then got to queue up at his thing. So they want to get all the doctors in board. So the, the unions have said, well, th this is a fair way to get every, every doctor involved. Uh, but there is a limit to that. I, I am going to take questions later, but I just want to say a couple of other things. Um, so you have to register for your doctor and then you can register on the system. 
um, and and away you go. And it, and it's all online. And um, if you can't manage that for whatever reason, the system's down, the system doesn't function. Um, then there are people that will help you, and, and we have started to do that. But um, and again, it's it's a grey area at the moment. But for anybody. Uh, I haven't got my glasses on soon. Um, for anybody that's new to uh, Cyprus with a new S1, um, the, the registration is by paper. So you have to choose your GP and then you have to print the form off and send it to Nicosia with your, with your, um, with your new S1 form. Okay, so one of one of the shortcuts for a retired expat who's got an S1 from another EU country is you could pretend you're doing a new registration and print the form off and and send it to Nicosia with a copy of your original S1. When you got your original S1, you will have handed it in to get your medical card. So if you've got a copy of that. Um, you, you could print off and do a manual application like that. So if anybody's struggling to do it online, that, that's a shortcut way to do it for retired expats. Okay. Um, and there's another great point I want to make, if I could just remember it. Um, the, the, um, and I can't remember it, so I've lost my phone now. So um, once you've registered on the system, then you, you, you will have your, your medical reference and then you'll be able to go and, and get the treatment. When you go to the doctors, the, the doctor's care, um, your, your GP, you're entitled to a number of free appointments every year. Say that again. You're entitled to a number of free appointments every year with your GP. There is no charge. Yes. Yeah, I think it's about 11. It depends upon your age. So there's different age groups, and no, but um, I, I've, I've forgotten the precise number. But depending upon your age, there's a certain number of free GP appointments. Though there isn't twenty pounds to pay, there isn't ten pounds to pay. There's nothing to pay when you go to to see the GP for so many appointments a year. Okay, it's a free. No, that's what I'm saying. There, there are so many free appointments. I'm coming to that, yeah? Okay. So there are so many free appointments every year. So the, the Cyprus health system is free at point of sale. So make a note of that and ask me the question later. So just clarify these points. Um, when you go to the pharmacy, when you go to the pharmacy with your prescription, you have to pay a charge. So it's not free, it's one euro. One euro per medicine. Anywhere, any, regist any registered pharmacy. And any, any pharmacy that's in the system, and they'll all have notices on the window if they are, it's one euro per prescription. Okay, so. Is that per prescription or per item? 
Yeah, per, per item, that's what I mean. But per prescribed medicine, okay. yeah? yeah? So if, if you're on 10 drugs a, a, a month, you know, it's 10, 10 euros. Uh, but it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a big cost. It, it, so it's a free GP appointment, one euro for a pharmacy, and then a varying cost. If you're doing a blood test, you might have to pay one euros. If you, you're seeing a nurse to bandage a wound or something, it might be six euros. If you have to go and see a consultant, if he says go and see the consultant and the consultant is registered in the system, so we're not talking about a consultant at Evangelismos or Iasis that's not registered in the system, that would be private. But if you've got a consultant that's registered in the system, the consultant consultations start from the 1st of June and, and, that, and that fee will be 10 euros, 10 euros. So your GP is free, but your consultant is 10 euros if he's registered. Do you get referred by the doctor to a consultant? Correct. Yeah, so it's a completely new system. So it's free a point of access when you see your GP. If you go straight to a consultant, or you go straight to accident and emergency, or straight to outpatients, the hospital, the fee rises to 25 euros, okay? for people registered under the system. The private doctors will still be there, and, and um, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up now because I'm, I'm generating questions and I want to answer them, but the, the, the private doctors will still be there, um, and you, you can go to them if, if, if you need to. There will be queues for the consultants, like there is in the UK, so that's a, a factor that you need to consider. Um, and, and by the 1st of June next year, that is when the plan is for the full service to be enforced, which is the in-hospital in operations as well. Now, it doesn't mean to say that they won't be uh, all in place uh, before Ju 1st of June next year, but there are some treatments that won't be available till then. So if you need an emergency operation uh, next month um, and, and you haven't... Um, uh, and it's not available under the new system then you might have to pay but it, if you are a retired expat from the EU with an S1 you're qualified under the old system so the old system is still working yeah so if you qualified for the old medical card for previously that will still see you through so the old system's running in tandem until the other one the new one's complete yeah, but, uh, except that you then have to go into the hospital. Now, how that will work, who can imagine? Nobody knows. It's like saying, when will Theresa May leave office and when will Brexit happen, you know? It could happen any time between now and the beginning of June. And I think it'll end up being such a mess that they'll say, come on, we need to authorise and pay Evangelis Moss and Iasis and all the other private hospitals to do the operation straight away. I mean... If you need to have a, a toenail removed, you know, you don't need to be queuing up. It's going to cost them more to queue up and, and, and do it through the hospital than just bringing the system forward. So once the teething problems are out of the way, that, that's the key. And the, 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 there's one of the big conundrum that I want to throw out there. And, and we don't know the precise answer to this. And we saw something in the paper this week which, which doesn't clarify it. Uh, this is a, it's a new system, it's a universal system, right? And, and so it's free to everybody. 
So if you've got an S1 card, all your family is covered. All your family is covered. So if the wife has got an S1 card, but the husband's not state retirement age yet, the wife can cover her husband under that. So again, if it's working people, the whole family is covered, including children up to the age of 26. That means they're never going to go. So, so if a husband or wife qualify, then both of them qualify. It's a universal... That's always been the case. On an S1... On an S1 it has. When, for a retirement, like somebody yeah. who's on pension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that their but, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, but that's a concession. Um, <laughs> but what happens after Brexit, um, if well, there's no new agreement... No, 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 no. It, not necessarily. Because the S1 is issued under the EU health agreement scheme. Yeah? And so potentially it could disappear. So if there was a no-deal Brexit 29th of March, S1s would have been no longer valid, potentially. Now, they will make a deal. There was a Cyprus-UK deal before the EU, and I've got no doubt there'll be one afterwards. But technically, the S1 could be removed. But, but it's, it's not as dramatic as that, because under the new scheme, it, it is for tax residents, and it's universal. So if you're here, and you're a tax resident, you are covered. And if, if one of you's got pension and your husband hasn't got any income, he's covered because you're covered. Okay? So it's a universal scheme. So the point I'm making there is that one of the concerns of Brexit for expats is removed because it doesn't matter what they do with the S1s now. If you're a tax resident here, that then your family is going to be covered under the expanded health service scheme. Okay? Um, we got, and, and the other point about that is that some families, um, if, if the partner is from Canada or, or, or Hong Kong, third, third party countries, they weren't covered. They weren't covered. So uh, even family members who uh, are married to people from outside the EU uh, uh, of an S1 are covered under this scheme as well. Yeah. So. Um, Anyway, any, anything could happen, yeah? So, you know, if, if you want to marry your maid and get her to look after you for the rest of your life, you know, that, that, that's, she would then be covered, even though she, she wouldn't automatically cover for that. So there's always a way around it. And, and that, um, the, the one last point is that um, people who pay social insurance, because they're working here, qualify for the new health system but there is a new tax so they pay it with their social insurance but there is a new national health insurance tax and just like the savings tax the defense levy special contributions and 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 special tax for pensions um, this is a separate tax it's not income tax it's not dividend tax special defense levy it's not your pension tax, it's a separate tax. People who are employed pay it with their, with, with their social insurance, but it's been collected as a separate fund. And, and from 2019, everybody has to do a tax return in Cyprus. Everybody has to. And as a tax resident, 
because at the moment um, if you're an investor and you've got pension and you're a tax resident and you've got pension rental income dividend income or bank interest you're, you're due to pay national insurance contributions on that so going back to the ambiguity at the beginning um, the Cypriot authorities have confirmed if you've got an S1 the Cyprus health service system is free at point of sale it is there's free GP appointments and these minimal contributions for consultants and pharmacies but what they haven't clarified yet and we are pressing them for an answer is is who will pay this tax so a Cypriot anybody receiving a, a Cyprus pension anybody who's in receipt of a Cyprus pension from the 1st of March this year is paying this tax at source so it's already being paid by Cypriot pensioners um, and it and on on the return this year for 2019 uh, business people are getting big dividends from overseas companies will start paying this national health insurance tax on that and if you've got investment portfolios potentially you'll pay them on that as well not an investment bonds but if you've got dividends or bank interest or rental income and potentially that could be rental income that you get in the UK and and pension income you get in the UK okay now and so it's a, it's a big point for retired British expats and for overseas investors so it's a point that we're trying to clarify but there isn't a definitive answer at the moment so yes it continues to be free at point of sale by the end of this year will there be an additional tax or not or will it be free because it's s1 we we don't know that definitively yet they literally haven't made up the mind um, the cyprus budget is june july time and by that time the answer could come out and it could come out next week like we expect the numbers to be raised to 3,000 so um, you know it, it is an interesting point for investors it's 1.7 percent this year if you've got at the moment if you're if you're a Cypriot resident and you've got pension rental dividend or bank interest income you're paying 1.7 percent on that even if you're not working there's no definitive law or rule on that that there, there needs to be a, a ruling either by the the tax commissioner or by the ministry or by the parliament and and that isn't definitively made at the moment uh, but it's so it's 1.7 percent at the moment this year and 2.5 percent 2.55% next year so um, it, it's it, it's it's a big question 2.5 next year yeah 2.55 next year percent so I, I, I know some people have got big dividend portfolios and you know if you're getting dividends with exchange of information as well so it's not that you can just not declare it they can potentially find out yeah. now we know that the Cypriots have special rules for non-domicile um, non-residents that exempts them from de special defence levies and we know they have special rules for expat pensions so I would imagine that they'll end up introducing a, a special rule for the national health insurance tax but we can't be certain of that because the people that would pick up the tab would be the UK government and if you're working if you're working in the UK uh, over retirement age 
you're paying national insurance on your on your working income so it, 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 it whether the, the the English will cover the bill for the Cypriots or not is something the two governments need to decide and it's a technical point that we don't know the answer at the moment because they haven't thought it through and uh, but I think it, it will get sorted uh, and I suspect with with the budget June July I think between them doing Brexit yeah yeah mm -hmm. but but anyway we will see so that's the end of my